to do that. that. <laughs> you have no idea what we're talking about, but yo, yo, yo. We have been. Oh, that's been, making the cut? That's making the cut because it's embarrassing for you. No, I'm just kidding. I was definitely going to do it, though. Oh, I beat you to it. Uh, yeah! <laughs> What a way to start, man! What a way like you listen, you jump on the podcast, and that's what you hear. You you finally get your friend to listen to us. <laughs> and the first, uh... yeah, that's when I feel like this is the moment where you turn it off. And you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, bad idea. I don't know why I recommended this. Uh, Can we give like the energy drink analogy again? No, no, we're not gonna give the. So Brad asked me the question. Oh, you're gonna give it. And he asked me the question. I have to now. Uh, what energy, or if I was an energy energy drink, how much I would cost? Yeah, and I think we came. To, I said about two two dollars, three dollars. Yeah, like an average energy drink cost. And then he said that with, like, I asked him back of, or I asked you, Brad. Yeah, you're here. You're yeah, not, I am. I'm right in front of you. I'm a real person. Um, what you thought you would cost as an energy drink, and you responded with, I uh, think I would be in... Oh, you want to just, yeah, yeah, you just say it. Yeah, you I'll talk, say it. I'll you say can it. speak. I said, there used to be a deal on an energy drink. They were called Full Throttles. They were citrus flavored. They weren't really that good. Um, but they had a deal on them, and they were always two for $3. Mm. And that was a steal. Like, standalone, they were two twenty-five, But boy, you get them for two for three. And I said that I think... I would be a full throttle. 225, you know, meagerly priced. But when you and I combine, we're two for three, baby. Three. We we become worse, less valuable. I don't want to go as far into the analogy that we went, but we went pretty far into our analogy. Pretty far. So pretty far. So yeah, if you ever see an energy drink, think I should probably be listening to the interns right now. Yeah. Um yeah, welcome to the Interns Podcast. I don't think we introduced ourselves. I'm Nate. And I'm Brad. Yeah, he is. Brad, you did something really cool Sunday that I mean, time ever. everybody would be so jealous to know oh, you yeah. were able to do this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I equate it to where like in Hamilton, where Aaron Burr sings, he wants to be in the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. This is the room where it happens in the church. Yeah. I got to be a part of church council. You like that? <laughs> yeah. I got I got to watch I got to watch how how the the, the pieces are laid. Yeah. Um church council. It happens once a month, I think, and it's it's right after Sunday service. And it is where it's it's Stetson Baptists. I don't see or hear this a lot happening in other churches, but it is a a gathering of all different varieties of ministry leaders. In like a roundtable discussion of what Stetson Baptist plans are mm-hmm. and the future. Yeah. So like, but budget budget is always comes up. You know, attendance numbers, future opportunities, future plans, big events, staff changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's brought up in this meeting that happens about once a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, we can say this because it's already been announced, but we have a new person that is going to be voted on. Uh, in the coming weeks to be a part of the staff. Uh, and so he is going to be a discipleship pastor. So I'm sure that that was kind of the motivation behind one of this church council meeting. Yes. Was talking about Zach, right? That's his yeah, name. Zach. I actually haven't met him. I, I'm not going to say his last name. I'm going to say it. I think it's Zach Burns. I could be wrong. Galifianakis. It's, it's I, not him. I don't think. I hope yeah, it's not him. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Um, I think his witness is shot. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know if that would work. <laughs> so yeah, he he came up as well. Um and so it was really cool. It's like with the passers included, it's like 15 people or so. I got to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. You know, I knew my place. I was like, let's not say any intern interny things. And um, so I just sort of hung out and got to watch it happen. It's cool to watch church polity a little bit. I'm a massive nerd. It's cool to watch how a church functions mm -hmm. because there's there's different ways, there's different structures. And this was like Stetson Baptist's yeah. thought of uh, how they want things, people represented and things ran. Yeah. You yeah. got to talk. I need to step away from the <laughs> mic for a second. Um, yeah. So Brad, uh, he, he said a word that he's not supposed to say. And so he's doing 10 pushups right now. He's on number eight. He's on number nine. There's number 10. Polity. Polity. Yeah. He can't say polity. Um, he has said it so much. It's been an obsession of his. So that's, that's, not a true at all. that's not That's not that's true. That's a joke. So yeah, you got to do that. Um, and, and can I just be honest with you? When you came and said, dude, I get to do this. There was no part of my heart that was jealous for you. I don't blame you. <laughs> it's like... After after I ate the chicken and rice that they served from the Wednesday prior, I sat there and I was like, I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it wasn't exciting. They could they could have thrown the most controversial things during this sub during this meeting, which they didn't. And I would have been like, yeah. But a Sunday nap. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember sitting there and you were telling me that. And then you guys, they do church council in the student center. Yeah. Which is where I'm I'm at right up until. And so I watched them roll in the table and start changing the room. And my immediate thought is, thank goodness I get to go home. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't envy you for that. So, I'm glad you got to take that and and you enjoyed it and you enjoy polity. I I just don't. Um it, that's not that's not my mojo. It it was it was cool to be a part of and there's also a part of it that I'm like, you know, come on. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. And I think there's there's a portion of me and it's just I think it's just my character. Man, I just want I just want people to love Jesus. <laughs> uh it's true like I I love talking about Jesus. I want to, you know, I want to serve uh and hang out with you and then I would love to talk about Jesus as far as structuring things that's just not my mojo you know yeah if you ask me like should this be should this look this way or that way i would just respond which one do i get to share more jesus at you know well man someone needs to get the dirty work done yeah, yeah. i agree that's that's not where i want to spend all my time either yeah. but respect to the people who do make oh, those, no, yeah, those hard just, decisions sorry that was never meant to oh like, yeah um, i know i know you're not knocking just, them yeah no, it's just not me like so when when those things come up it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't offend me not to be a part of those, those conversations, but yes, thank goodness that there are the, the more, <clears throat> I guess, what would you even call that, that, uh, desire to do that? Would that just be, I don't know. It's sort of like behind the scenes, yeah. organizational work. Organizational. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. So, uh, for the rest of my week, I mean, so let's. I'm doing my small group every time coffee talk really blessed by it. I'm, yeah. I'm so happy. Um, the subjects are full every Wednesday. 
Uh, so there's that. Jess and I are still talking to the IMB. I'll probably have a lot more news about that next week, but mm. we're, we're still talking a bunch with them. And schoolwork. Um, New Testament has trick questions. So that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, we did something fun after church council. Me and you went to a barbershop together. Yeah. And we both got tremendous fades. You insisted. On going? Yeah. You yeah. insisted. So we I've go never together. I've never been to a barbershop before. I've always uh been to a salon. Right. And so it's always been uh, <laughs> it's always been like middle aged women cutting my hair, um, which is not like no knock to it. If you do that, that's great. <laughs> but I was like, you know, what? I think it might be time that I switched, especially just like with with the personality that I am. I just feel like a barbershop fits better. Um, no offense to the salons. I would never trust them to give me a good fade. You know, I'd, I'd trust them to uh, cut my hair and, and give me a nice haircut. But just if I I would have to change this, I never would have asked for the style of hair that I did mm. from a from a, a, somebody at the salon. So mm-hmm. shout out to Great Clips, you've been faithful to me all my years. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace. Special recognition to Sports Clips as well. <laughs> Fantastic Sam's. Those are where my heart You're lies. Killing me. Uh, but yeah, it was time to make a change, and so. Um, but yeah, and then you, I told you I was going, and you said, "Well, man, I need a haircut." I was like, "Well, let, we're going together." Yeah, let's go. I'll I'll wait for you. I I didn't pick up on that vibe at first, and so when I told you like I need to be a part of church council, I was like, "Nate, it's like two or three hours long typically. You you know, yeah. a lot of your day will be gone if you wait for me." And you're like, "Brother, I'm waiting for I'm you. waiting for you." This unlocked something, and I actually told you when we got in the car to go to the barber shop, where when to me, haircuts are one of the most calming things I could I, I'm a part of. And I and I really enjoy haircuts. Yeah. And and it's like one of those moments where I I said, like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm trapped with that my barber for like 30 minutes but there's a part of me whenever i get a haircut that i just do not want to talk yeah you want to be silent i just want to be completely silent and enjoy it and so when you were like coming with me to the barber i was like nate i love you and i know you'll want to talk to me but i want you to know up front that if you talk to me i'm talking to you out of obligation yeah it is not a (laughs) desire of mine and i want you to know i i sought to honor and respect that so much but, but <laughs> as 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 the story de- it will develop, yeah, you'll see that um, we definitely should have talked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we get there, right? And uh, it's a, it's a barbershop you've been to multiple. Yeah. Like you, is this the one that you've been to ever since you got to Delane? Yeah, it's it's the barbershop that I've always frequented. I, I took a leap of faith, and I was like, I need to go find a, a men's barber. Yeah, I went to a an old man barber mm-hmm. shop, and. I got the stink eye. I pretended to have a phone call. I walked out and left. Yeah. I said, I need to find somewhere different. Yeah. And this was the place I went to. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we get there. I know exactly which barbershop you're talking about, by the way. Yeah. Um, we get there and the door's locked, man. It's locked. And we look at their hours. They are closed Monday on closed, Sunday. Yeah. 
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Something about the Sabbath. I don't yeah, know. something. Uh, and so, but it was funny enough. One of the like we're we're pulling on the door and we're sighing. And we're we're leaving with ash on our head as we've ripped our clothes in in mourning. Uh, shout out Old Testament if you don't know what I'm talking about. And one of the barbers was just there, and he was like at the laundromat that's right next to the place. And he's like, "Y'all looking to get your haircut?" And we're and he well he said, "What do you want?" Yeah, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Not like, what do you want? But like, if you're getting your haircut, what do you want? And we we're both like, we just want fades. Yeah, uh, and she, like cut our hair shorter. And he's like, "Oh, easy." Brother literally just unlocked the place, and it was just us, me, you, and that guy. Yeah, and we just it was just us. Yeah, us three. And so at that moment, as we're walking in, Brad looks at me and says. I don't think I'm getting my quiet haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said something along the lines of like, I think I'm going to have to talk. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, you you probably are. Uh, so shout out Oscar. Did a great Oscar job. Oscar was phenomenal, man. Uh, we'll be coming back. We'll yep. be calling him up uh, when, it, when it comes time. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I felt like it was a very, very nice bonding moment for us. Yeah. To get our haircut yeah. together. Well, I was like... I've never gotten a haircut with another guy, mm. but I'm glad I did it, Nate. I do. I'm glad I did it. Imagine what would what do you think it would have been like if you would have gone? Which I guess you don't. You don't have this struggle as much as I do. Of like, I have. I have an an anxiousness of like one on one. Yeah. Unless I really know you. Once yeah. I get to know you, one on ones become more easy. But like for strangers, if it's just me and a, and one other random person. That's that's a tough situation for me. For for me, yeah. So when there when there's a one on one, there's a little bit of an anxiety, but like I I can tend to get along well. The mm-hmm. problem with me though is if if we don't click, especially at barbers, man, I just quit talking. Yeah, and there's just no desire to to resume talking. Yeah. And, and so I feel like the the struggle is you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that silence, but. What sucks is if it's like the other person's not, you yeah, know? and then they try to keep pressing, and you're like, "Hey, it's okay. Like we don't have to. We be don't buddy have buddy. to talk. <laughs> yeah, we can just. You don't and, need to small small yeah. talk me. Yeah, it's okay. I guess also because there was times I was I tried to take on conversation when he was cutting your hair so that you could sit in silence. Yeah, but at the same time, I I realized when I'm getting my hair cut, there is this little anxiousness of. I don't know if I want you paying attention to what I'm saying. Like, I want you to pay attention to my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, they do something I love where they get out like the straight edge razor and really like, like flatten the edges and stuff, yeah. make everything straight. And when he did that, I was like, I'm going to stop talking yeah. now. And I hope you do too. Yeah. Focus on my head. Yeah. Cause you could cut me. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there, there is a part of me, like he would be going around my ears and I'm like, I have a question for him. But I don't want to ask it right now. I don't want him to. I don't want him to think about anything else. Uh, I want him to think that he's got precious life in his hands right precious now. Precious life. So, do you do you value your hair highly? Oh, that's a funny question. Yeah, I, I value having hair. Okay. Uh, so, like, I want to have hair. I, I like hair. I don't. I'm not. I don't know how I'd look bald, but I'm not looking forward to finding out. Okay. So, and yeah. Let me put it now. I I'll rock whatever hairstyle I feel like. Uh-huh. Uh, there comes a point 
where my hair was like super long and I feel like I can style I can style long hair pretty easy as well as I can style short hair pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But there does come a point where I go that's that's just annoying to have. Uh so it was time. It was time. Okay. For for a lot of years of, of my life while Jess and I were dating and whenever we got married, I just let her cut my hair. Mm. She was like, I know how to cut hair and she'd get like the, out the at-home barber kit. Jess, I'm so sorry. You did not know how to cut hair. Oh no. We we were like 19 and 20 and she would she would cut our hair and it just yeah. It wouldn't be stellar and I'd just be like, eh, just give me a buzz." Yeah. You know, just cut it down. And then we did that for quite a while and then one day at my previous church job, I I made a a challenge to the kids if they could raise enough money, I'd shave my head bald and they actually succeeded. In which I was shocked. And so I went bald, like actual bald. Well, I had, I had, you know, stubble, like yeah. five o'clock shadow. I didn't take the razor to my head, but I went straight up bald. And when my hair grew back, I said, I'm fine. You know, yeah. it's all good. It'll come back. And so now I'm like, yeah, whatever is do something. Yeah. I've gone through a very, I, and I've noticed you, you've gone through a few different hairstyles of like super long hair, mohawk, not a what, you know, bald, not a what you have, which is like very short sides with a, a little longer on the top, yeah. um, which looks very nice. Suits Thank you well. And I have, I, I've gone through a few, I've done the buzz, uh, I've done longer hair. Um, I did a perm once. Yeah. No way. It actually, you know, look, somebody might tell you I'm I'm dead wrong. I might be biased. I didn't think it looked that bad. Um I need I need to see a picture of I this see one. A picture of it. Okay. Uh I've done bleached hair, I've done highlights. Mullet? Never, I would never do mullets. Yeah. Uh I've I've cut my own hair in the past. Uh there was actually like a year in college where I would just cut my own hair. That's skill. Yeah. Uh no, it didn't look good. So that's not skill. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, <laughs> that's the opposite of skill. Yeah. Uh, it's because a buddy of mine he he learned to cut his own hair, and then he he would cut my hair too. Like he would cut my hair for me, and then I was like, I'm gonna try to learn to cut my own hair as well. I let, uh, yeah, I've let many people just like, yeah, try it, go for it, you know, see if you can cut my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think obviously that was in college. Where it wasn't really like I had people looking at me to see like I didn't have a lot riding on on decisions that I was making as far mm. as like my hair or appearance, but now I do like I can't go up to to one of the like somebody here and be like, "Hey, you want to cut my hair and then you know do what you want to do with it and go with it um so I guess i'm more I'm more particular about who cuts my hair now, okay, uh Kate once said that she has cut hair she's like, "I can cut your hair." And then the moment that we were going to do it, I gave her a razor and she's like, I've never used one of these. And I said, you said you cut hair. And she's done this before. She did this. She told me that she used to play tennis. And then I was like, oh, I love tennis. Let's go play tennis. We went to play tennis. She was really, really bad at it. Sorry, Kate, but she knows it. Uh, And then I said, you told me that you played tennis. And she said, yeah, every once in a while I'd come out with my dad like 10 years ago. And we came out for maybe a year. And I was like, that's not playing tennis. That's like not my hair. Yeah. And so, it, but she does cut hair, but she cuts her own hair, which is very different than a guy's hair because mm-hmm. she has girl hair and she just cuts off the, the ends of it. So, um, Jess got, Kate. Jess got better with, 
her, yeah. her hair. Oh, coming. I'm sure Kate could have done it. I just was like, I don't, I can't, she, she, she can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we went through with letting her cut my hair, but there's a part of me think that may, may think that we gave her a shot and just said, go for it. Try it out. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. So there's, there's barbers. I, I will be coming back to Oscar. And I've, now that I've got this, I know that I want a little, I know a little more nuances to what I want the next time I go. And I plan to go and keep it this style longer from now on. I like this style. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep coming back to it. I'll get a notch in my eyebrow if you do. Done that. Did that. Never mind. The deal's off. Yeah. I've put notches in my eyebrow, notches in my hair. Somebody put a cross in my hair once. I have never gone that far. Yeah. Never. And I don't think I, I wouldn't ever do it again. No. Somebody, one of the students asked me to do it. I said, I would, I said yes. And then I was like, wait, let me think about this. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the twenty two uh, almost got that, that. That's when the twenty two year old came out of me. I was like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." And then I was like, "Wait, I have to be responsible here." No, and so uh, we did not do that. We didn't go through that. Oh boy! But well, cool. So let's get to our our biblical topic. Yeah, I guess let's do that. Uh, so we've been talking about just like biblical principles uh, or uh, spiritual. What are those called? Formations. Yeah, that, that's a good like, one. Yeah, Spiritual like formations. And so tonight, today, I wanted to see like what are what are your thoughts on prayer in general, and then what, uh, how do you see prayer influence oh, your life? I thought we were doing fasting. Fasting. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on fasting, and how do you see fasting influence? This is your such life? a testament <laughs> to how little we prepare. Oh for my these. gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad we didn't roll with it. You're like, I got to call him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we first started, I would like write down three words on a on a, a flashcard. Man, I don't, I don't even do that anymore. We, yeah. we talk about this for like a minute. I want you to understand when you came with the flashcard questions, I was like, wow, we're preparing for you know, Like when I said, let's start a podcast, my idea was everything was just going to be what we thought. And then we would have one topic that we're like, we need to hit this. And here we are. And here we are. I think we're doing that. We are kind of. Yeah. And, so and, I, and I was thinking about it, brother, we are flying through spiritual disciplines. Dude, we like, are. Like we might run out eventually and then we'll be grasping at, at straws. We're going to oh, be like. Yeah. Today we're talking about Jonah's hair. Jonah, what do you think it was you, like? Yeah, do you think it was good? or Sam? How does it compare on the Samuel scale? Yeah, Samson yeah. scale. Sorry. How do you think Abram pronounced his name? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's actually fasting. get to fasting. Woo! The funnest topic that every Baptist loves you say, to talk about. What did you just funnest That's topic? Not a word. Funnest. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Funnest. It's like bestest, isn't it? Okay, moving on. Moving. We cannot get off on Hey, this. check us on that. Oh, man. Well, Nicole Harper, we know that you're going to- I use the word polity, so this balances. This is right. <laughs> okay. Uh, fasting. Oh, goodness. Uh, a lot of stuff to unpack. Yeah. I'll, I'll start off with like the baby steps. The Bible calls us to fast. Okay, real quick. What is fasting? Oh, that's even better. Oh, no, no, no. This is where it gets heavy. You think? Yeah, it gets deeper than that. Yeah. So, All right, let's go. Strictly biblical spe- biblically speaking, fasting is the denial of food 
and using that, supplementing that time with focusing on God, whether that's through worship, prayer, scripture, it, it doesn't really say, it's just focusing on the Lord. Yeah. Uh, typically, fasting is called for whenever a, a difficult sit decision has to be made mm -hmm. or whenever you feel like you need to uh, take away from something and focus more time on God. Yeah. That's fasting. Do you think in our time in history that fasting should be only observed through food? Isn't that the big question, my friend? Isn't that the big question? That's a big question. Um, that's a, honestly, that's a tough one. Uh, shout out, shout out to my friend who posted on this on social media one time and really made me reconsider. Because if you would have asked me a few months ago, I would have said, yes, you can fast in many different circumstances and many different objects. My friend made the very good point. You need food. Like food is is a need. Mm -hmm. There, There's no like, well, you know, I'll skip meals for a couple day, days, you know, and I'll be fine. You'll starve. You'll starve to death. You actually need food. Social media, you don't need social media. And so if you ever feel the need to fast from something that's not food, perhaps that thing is an idol in your life instead. Yeah, I think I think that is a I like what your friend said because I do think there's a distinction that we need to make there. But also I wouldn't use that argument to ever say, hey, if you fast, you you don't have to fast from this. Um I in my message last night, we we pulled out, I think it's First Corinthians six, where where uh Paul talks about um I'll be mastered by nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what he talks <clears> about. With the like, social media, all thing, yeah. yeah, it's like all things are beneficial to me, but not or all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. Mm -hmm. um, I will not be mastered by anything, and I think that's kind of what your friend's hitting at, and or re really what you're hitting at in this moment. Yeah, uh, that, that thing, if you feel like a, a desire so much for it that you can't imagine a day going by where you don't observe it, whether it's social media, whether it's uh, what whatever you're struggling with. Uh, you know, food, alcohol, whatever it is, that might be something that you need to say, hey, I need, a, I need a separate, I need to fast and take time away from that. Yeah. I threw food in that. When I say that, I'm more so mean like uh, eating too much. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, my friend is one for like the hot takes and the definitive lines. I personally, I, I think it's a lot more nuanced than that. If you were to look at me and say like, you know, I'm I'm fasting from social media or TV, or if it's just soda, you know, for a month, I'm not going to look at you and be like, you have an addiction, you heathen. I'm, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to say like, Hey, I'm so proud of you for trying to take time to focus on God yeah. and take away from something that, that you, you feel like you use too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you make a, a good point there that a lot of us don't take into account. Fasting isn't just, I will stop observing a certain thing in my life. It's a replacement. It's a replacement. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So like absolutely. That, that time that it's that idea that when I have a desire to do the thing that I'm taking a break from, I'm going to take that as a, a sign that this is, I'm now going to spend that time with God. So, you know, for example, I'm take if I take a time away from Instagram and I say, I'm not going to look at Instagram all week. That moment where I'm sitting alone and my heart says, man, it would be really cool to scroll through Instagram. In that moment, I go and I pray or I read scripture or I, you know, I, I sing or or I do whatever I'm going that that's going to bring me close to glorifying God. Yeah. Uh, so that replacement shows that instead of relying on the thing that I once was relying on, I'm going to give that time and rely on God. So it sounds like there, there's a difference between fasting and then 
making yourself unnecessarily suffer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the difference is God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good difference. Have you, did you ever do like the 30 hour famine in high school? Have you ever mm-hmm. even heard of that? No. Wow. Okay. Um, the 30 hour famine, what it was, was we did it a lot in middle school and high school, was the students were invited to a lock in and, but it was a fast and the students had nothing to eat for 30 hours. So you just hung out together for 30 hours and not didn't eat anything, tons of Bible study, tons of worship. And there was also like a, a fundraiser involved. They invited, they asked students, which, you know, are typically broke. So they extended it to parents in the church. Like, hey, our students are fasting to raise awareness for global hunger yeah. or whatever. And that is my my primary experience with fasting. It's a 30-hour famine. I don't know if you you were here when the church did a fasting, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. It was like Pastor Dan was going over like seven basic biblical yeah. principles and fasting, fasting was one was, of them. It was a 24-hour fast. Yeah. That one, I managed that one pretty well. Mm-hmm. I, I broke it at Wednesday dinner and, yeah. <clears throat> and it was like, I wasn't even that hungry, but like, an hour after dinner, my my stomach just tanked. Yep. I was like, I'm ravenous. And I, yeah, I think that was a good thing to do as a church. Uh, if I'm honest, I think it shouldn't. Like, I wouldn't look at that and be like, man, we fasted. Uh, I mean that in the most compassionate way. Of Man, that was mm. such a good start for us to realize this is a thing we should do. Mm. Uh, but I do think it needs to be... Um, observed more frequently as well as for a longer span of time okay so i i don't think and i that's i don't want to be very any i don't want to be legalistic about it i was it. about to ask i was like that begs the question how often yeah, do we fast how yeah how often do you fast and i loved what you said it does need to be uh, it's most observed around bigger decisions in life or bigger moments i think even you could include um so for example and i want to also preface this with fasting fasting is not meant to be a thing which we get to go and exploit in order to gain um like acceptance or gain adoration from others mm-hmm. like we are told when we fast hey don't do it in a way where people would look at you and be like man that person is fasting so don't publicize it and, and you know don't don't like post on your social media of oh man you know hour 16 of the fast guys this is this is crazy yeah um or like going around saying oh i'm so hungry oh why are you hungry well i haven't eaten in you know two days and so i'm just start no like we're supposed to do it and it's supposed to be a time that is dedicated strictly to the lord i remember when i was doing my fast someone brought the like most delicious cakes into the church office and you had just gotten done with yours. Yeah. And so you came in and you this were rough. you were like shoving these cakes in your mouth. You were like, these are delicious. Dude, these are was, the best. I remember it was fudge. Yeah. Oh, it was fudge. And I, I looked at you and I said, Brad, you've got Did to you try, try this. <laughs> these are so I, – I literally think I said, this is the best fudge I've had in my life. And I was like, fasting. You don't, no respect even, to you. You didn't even say I didn't it. Even say it. You wow. just said, uh, "No, I'm all right." And then I was like, "All right, well, you know, I think I said your loss." <laughs> As I walked out, and I was like, "I'm gonna go pound another one." 
And then I went and I told staff, I, you know, I think it was staff or it was somebody in the office. And I was like, yeah, I tried to get, I was trying to give Brad one, but I, I guess he doesn't like fudge. And they go, no, he's fasting today. And did the egg on my face <laughs> well, like, as I walked back in. in come our on, you 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 didn't know. I don't I don't blame anybody who like oopsie daisy offers food to yeah. someone fasting. Well, yeah, but like that's a great example. That's I think you treated that fast in a correct manner of not publicizing it or trying. I did a fast in college. Uh, I'll say this: I failed a fast <laughs> in college. We were I, I wanted to do a seven day fast with my buddy, but Nate that. It's rough. Continue, continue. It's rough. Yeah, that's um, nuts. Man. And he finished it. And and I'll, I'll say there was, God was glorified through it in the sense that, um, so I made it to day four. And, uh, but here's the thing. I did not glorify God in that, in the sense that I made it so apparent to all those around me that I was starving. And I was like, oh, how could you eat around me? You know that I'm fasting and blah, blah, blah. And I look back on it. I'm like, how foolish <clears throat> was I? But... I only made it four days and I called him the day that I was like, Hey dude, I, I can't, it, it, it got to 2 AM and I was tossing, I'd been in bed since 10 PM and it was four hours of me trying to sleep, but I couldn't, I literally couldn't just cause of my stomach. And I'm not saying that's a good reason for me to quit. I, I should have, I, I look back and went and, and I do wish that I would have continued on, but I told him like, Hey dude, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm giving in. I gotta give in. And, um, <clears throat> He was. He looked at me, or was over the phone. He's like, "Hey, I just want to thank you so much. I don't think I could have done this. This the four days that we have done without you." Mm. And he was like, "Every wow. time I wanted to give in, I thought about how you were doing this for me because he was the one that prop- um, proposed doing it." And so it was such a blessing just to hear him say that I was able to partner with him. And even though I was not holding up fully minded to the deal, I was doing my job and the Lord used me to encourage him to continue. And what's so cool is without a conversation at all and, and unbeknownst to me, the Lord had touched somebody else's heart in our, our friend group. And he was like, I want to start. And so he literally started at the same time that I quit. Wow, and we didn't. We had not. There was no conversation. There was nothing. I I literally woke up the next day, and someone said, "Hey, this this guy is starting the fast." And I was like, "Man, what what a god a god moment that me and him, without knowing, both got you know the moment that I was giving up on the race, he was picking up, and so that the, our friend that That's did awesome. the whole seven days, he had somebody doing it with him the entire time, even though I quit. That's and awesome. that was such a cool moment. Uh, I think that was such a blessing. And, and th- I can only say that that was God. That was God. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is. it needs to be a, a time that is committed to the Lord. I do think we need to do it more often. Yeah. Um, I do think it needs to, yeah, I think it needs to be a, a good set of amount of, of time. And, and it does need to have some suffering upon it. It's like it doesn't need to just be a thing that's easy. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think the 24-hour, it had moments of like when lunchtime would come around and your body's craving it. I agree that that was a great time in the fast. Uh, but what I'll realize from like the four-day fast is that there is a there is a moment within uh, in like day three hits and you just go, I cannot do this on my own. There's no way I could do this on my own. Um and it, it's at that moment that you you really start seeking the Lord. Oh, all right. And I so, bet. <clears throat> but I think big moments are really good for that, and because it's it's exactly the opposite of what you think you would need to do 
when big moments come. Yeah. And those big moments come, you think, well, I need to be the most rooted in like the nourishment of my body. I need to be eating the best things so that my body is ready to make these decisions and deal with the stress that comes along with this. Uh, but it's in that, those moments that you say, I'm going to not give my body what it needs, but rather ask the Lord, will you provide for me what I need to do? Will you show me the answer to this decision? That's and really so, good wisdom. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. You had some pulled up? Yeah. I looked up some biblical evidence of fasting because I kept thinking of like, where where in scripture does it actually talk about fasting? And the only scripture I kept coming up with was when Jesus, the Pharisees asked Jesus, why don't, why don't your disciples fast? And he was like, because the groomsmen's here. Yeah. Oh, we're here to party. He didn't say we're here to party. Anyway. He basically, yeah. 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 And I was like, well, no, that's not helpful at all. Jesus telling us not to fast right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, Jesus fasted in the wilderness for 40 days. Uh, it says here that in Matthew 17, 21, uh, Jesus said that uh, uh, faith comes from prayer and fasting. Paul Paul fasted in Acts whenever he was uh, maroon, not marooned, but like in the middle of nowhere on a ship. Yeah. Uh, there's some references in 1 King 19, 8, Elijah fasted. Uh, let's see here. Daniel, when Daniel got taken to Babylon, um, he, uh, let's see here. He he fasted, but it was a specific fast, which is yeah. where we get like the Daniel diet or whatever, Daniel fast. Mm. Um, so yeah, there there's a bunch of a bunch of godly men in the Bible who have fasted. Yeah. So uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna quote not I'm gonna take something that Matt Chandler has said uh, in the past. So if you don't know Matt Chandler, Matt Chandler is a prolific pastor. And I think he is somebody that is just loves Jesus and is rooted in in helping disciple others to love him more as well. Uh, and so he dealt with cancer for, I think it was, it was like two years, this process or so, something. It's a crazy miraculous story of, so if, if you, if you don't know Matt Chandler's story, please just go like watch a video and uh, of him quickly explaining it. Uh, but he will say that it was in the moment when he was going through that cancer journey that he came to this aha moment where he said, I really believe that the Bible is true. So it was in that moment that he said, wow, my faith is real because he didn't leave. Because he had every opportunity to, he could have put it down and said, this is not the God that I want to serve. The life that I have that I've, I thought was going to be as a Christian is not so. So the way that I think about it is I think fasting can lead us to that kind of revelation hmm. of, you know, you, you, you literally are taking the necessities or the things that you think are necessary for your daily living and you're removing them for a certain amount of time. And it is in those moments, in those trenches, when you're most depleted that you get to say, wow, I really believe that Jesus is king. So. I cannot add anything to that. Bravo, good sir. Bravo. Happy birthday. Yeah! <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So next week, we'll just... Fast sometime. Yeah, something. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, well, now we're, we're digressing. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're going way now? downhill. Uh, well, are we, we done? <laughs> are we done yet? <laughs> uh, 
No, it's funny is uh, I got a text from our worship pastor who peeked in during this video or uh, during the recording, and he said, hey, can you let me know, know when you guys are done? I need to use the choir room. So uh, right now, I'd just like to say- What a champ. We are like- like, look at us. Like, we're, we're, we've, we have demanded respect. People respect this podcast. We are now. holding up the worship pastor. Yeah. He's like, well, I could take it away, but gosh, so many people listen to this. It's great to be an inconvenience. <laughs> if you take anything from this week, take that you just need to be We'll put that on our future stickers. It's yeah. great to be an inconvenience. Great to, yeah. Inconvenience for the kingdom, baby. Let's, uh, <laughs> for the kingdom. For the kingdom. All right, guys. Um, have a good week. Fast. Hey, thank you for watching us. It, it really means a lot. Uh, Nate and I, I would say Nate and I don't really, we're not big on the fame, popularities, eat social media, you know, whatever, all that stuff. But we so appreciate everybody who who takes the time to listen to us. It means the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the biggest part is when we get to hear that we are actually saying things that are resonating with you and that you need to hear. Um, that's a huge encouragement to us and, and obviously encouragement, big yeah. glory to the Lord yeah. uh, for all he's doing in that. So. All right, cool. Grace and peace. Bye.